kind of all over the place, expressing that every city is really unique, which is the way it feels, or is there some regularity saying that even though it feels unique, it's actually behaving in a highly constrained, almost predictive way. And one of the things we discovered was that there was this extraordinary regularity. You tell me the size of a city in the United States, I can tell you with, you know, 85% certainty how many police it has, the length of its roads, how many AIDS cases it, quote, should have. Now, as we look at cities around the world, it seems like they're getting bigger and Mm -hmm. bigger and bigger. From a physicist's yeah. perspective, is there an inherent reason why cities should get bigger? Is yes. there is there some advantage to that? Yeah. So in biology, these scaling laws are such that, for example, what you might have expected is, is that if you had one mammal twice the size of another, it would require twice as much energy. That's not the case at all. These scaling laws say, roughly speaking, that if one is twice the size of the other, it actually only requires about 75%. So there's this extraordinary economy of scale. If you go to cities, you find there is a similarity to that in terms of infrastructure. The bigger the city, the less infrastructure it needs per capita in a systematic way. You don't need twice the number of roads. You don't need twice the number of roads. You don't need twice the number of gas stations, twice the amount of electrical lines and so on. The law there is roughly that it's about uh, 15% saving. Certainly one of the most influential thinkers about cities over the past century was Jane Jacobs. And one of her ideas was that the city works like an organism. Do you think she's basically right? So I came with the view that it was just like an organism, which turned out to be wrong. (laughs) And so, to some extent, a city is an organism. Metaphorically, certainly, that are like organisms. It grows, it adapts, it evolves. However, in the very thing that is a city and the very thing that Jane Jacobs emphasized, the city is people. And it turns out the people side of the equation is not like organisms. A new dynamic was introduced to the planet when people started talking to one another and working together, discovering economies of scale, but then, more importantly, being innovative. If you ask about these metrics that are associated with the social networks, like the amount of wages you get, the number of AIDS cases, the number of patents produced, these kinds of things which are socioeconomic and involve the interaction between human beings, if you ask about those, you see a phenomenon that if you double the size, instead of getting less of something, you get more. So if you double the size of a city, you get about 15% per capita increase of the wages, the average wealth, the number of AIDS cases, the number of patents produced, the number of police, the amount of crime, and so on, all coming together, scaling in the same way across the globe. And that leads to this extraordinary open-ended growth, which is the thing that we love, but also may be taking us over the edge of a cliff. It also is the origin of our speeding up of the pace of our lives. Our life gets faster, so that living in a bigger city You have to innovate faster and faster to keep up with things in a systematic way. There's also a very interesting question, which is given that we have a global population that is booming, there are real questions about whether the earth can sustain this population. Is high-density living basically the key to future human success? If we insist on open-ended growth, then putting people in bigger and bigger cities is a continuous way of saving. 
Well, there's also just the question of, can a city be too big to be livable? So, I mean, do you really want to live in a city of 30 million people? Well, that's a very good question. The evidence that people are continually attracted to cities because of this extraordinary increase in their well-being, despite the fact that they may even have to live for these periods in slums and favelas, nevertheless is a continuous attraction of cities. And um, I think there is this kind of image always that you can do much better in cities. And that's true. That is the truth. You can do better economically. You can do better economically. And that seems to be the driving force. People always want more. You know, and if that is the principle, then it follows that these cities will continue to grow. Is that, is that to say that cities could just keep expanding? Well, you could have 100 million so uh, inhabitants in a city? In one way, the answer is yes. On the other, what is a city? So in this framework, roughly speaking, it is everybody that's somehow connected to the network. So the question is, could this network grow?